I am Bams, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen misunderstood emo Malkavian. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. <laughs> I'm Tom, and I play Jimmy, the best Toreador from the 80s. And hi, I'm Super Cookie. I am playing Coco. The camera opens on the food court of the mall, where our coterie is getting back together after performing some personal business that they needed to get to. Art had to go clean up the bathroom. Missy was trying to inspire insight into the situation. And Jimmy and Coco were being bad. They were being like brother and sister, just staying away from each other lest they get into another fight. But now as we open up on the four of them, the Watchmen just kind of wandering around the mall and the normal mall denizens giving them their space because, well, Jimmy likes his space. Jimmy's the guy in charge. And I turn it over to you. All right. Can we list out the problems we have in just a clear way? This is what I got. We got Jade snooping around asking questions about Coco. We have Cheshire running around somewhere. We have the vision before Cheshire getting extra friends, was it? Maybe, we think. Uh, we have... Lady Fina wasn't here this this evening. I don't know what that was about, but she isn't. And was there anything else important? No, that seems to be a a, a pretty good handle on uh, the current problems facing us. Oh, we have to investigate some murders. Well, I don't think you have them in the correct uh, order of priority, though. Well, I'm just listing them out as they came to my mind. And I really don't see how Madame Finish is even on the list. Who cares? What do you mean? She's like a paying person who rents out the mall. Find a new paying person to rent out the mall. We got a bigger problem with Cheshire. That's the biggest problem right now. Sure, I agree. But I'm just bringing it up that Lady Fina wasn't here. It Maybe something happened to her. Maybe it's related. I'm just, in case she doesn't show up, I want it known that it was today. Okay? It's just strange. That's all. She's always here. Maybe she heard how you treat some of the female people in the mall. It's just... What? Look. Hmm? I get it. Let us just move on to the topic at hand, which is Cheshire. We need to find him and we need to bring him to heel, one way or another. I know where he is. Well, we think we know where he is. Unless it's from the past, but I think it's from the future, so if it's from the future, I I know where he is. That makes no sense. No, no, it makes it makes perfect sense when you know Missy for a while. And we need to go there because Cat wants the kingfish... And he's making fishermen to help him get the kingfish, and the cat can't have the kingfish. 
It would be bad if the cat has the fish. Oh, who is? No, I, I, I cannot ask this question because you will not have the answer. It is kingfish. It is kingfish. So, what we need to go to the docks and bug Baron Peter? No, no, no. A hospital. It's a hospital. Um. Uh. And I. What was the name of that hospital? I saw it. They had a logo and a sign. Hey, let me use search engine. And Art's going to pop out his uh, cell phone with a stylus, and he's going to go to the browser and type in a hospital with the sign. Oh, it's on the, the east side. The east side of town. It's by water, because obviously, the fish. Hospital with sign near water. Uh, let's see. I have... Um, I have St. Augustine's, I have um, uh, Anthem Health, I have um, this uh, This property is not in service. No, never mind that. I have a Tender Hearts, I have... <gasps> tenders, Tenders, yes, because those are the same, that's the same name as the cat treats. So yes, that's where he would be. Oh my God. I love this. Keep going. All right, Tinder Hearts, let's see here. As you are looking up these places for Missy to follow up on her visions, she gives you the heads up of, that's it, the, the Tender Hearts medical facility, and you start looking up information specifically on it. It is a hospital that has an emergency room, a trauma center. It has a helicopter. It has... The ICU, which, you know, most places are going to have. But the most interesting thing it has is a small psych ward that fits about 50 people as far as patients go. So that is kind of sequestered off to the side from the main building. You have its address. You have its location. It is in the domain of Baron Magnus Welschler. W-E-S-C-H-L-E-R, who you know is Tremere, who underneath of him that actually calls that their personal domain, don't know. Yeah, let's see. Uh, level 1 Trauma Center, uh, Heliped, ICU. Um, oh, I'll have to look at that later. And psych ward. Yes, there is psychological ward. It is in separate building. Holds about 50 people. Um, you'll know if somebody snuck in and uh, suborned the security staff, nobody would know the difference. Did what to the security staff? I, I, I didn't understand it either. Uh, the, the, what is word? Um, uh, uh, control minds of security. Oh. I can get in there. I can. I can definitely get in there. Definitely play the part. You are uh, unusually excited about sneaking into a psychological ward. Well, we want to find Cheshire, right? Psych wards have the best drugs. Um. Yeah, but they kind of also make me uncomfortable. So, like, because I had to be locked up there, like. It's a long story. Um, it was like, I think my, my first OD, I think they kind of put me in a site work. I, I just don't like them. 
yeah, well, nobody's asking you to go in. And Jimmy, they may keep you if you go in. So I'll just go in. Why would they keep me? You see what a danger you are. To They'd you. keep you. No, but I can get out. They will keep you because you are stuck in 1980s. Hmm. Clear signs of dementia. Just because I have style from when it was good doesn't <laughs> mean I have dementia. <laughs> okay. Gosh. I'm normal, and they tried to keep me. They will make up any excuse, so just saying. Okay, we're really not spending our time well here. We know where to go. I'll go in, see if I can find Cheshire. Right? Wait before you run away. What? There are other problems we should talk about. Did you not hear me when I said the cat wants to eat the fish and that it would be bad if the cat ate the fish? How do you not understand that that's the most important thing? The cat eating the fish is the number one problem, Jimmy. I get that. But... Art, you understand, right? Because Jimmy doesn't understand. Uh, Jimbo does not understand, no. And I do understand that the cat eating the fish is the number one thing we must prevent. Yes. I get that. But while we're all together and we have a little bit of time, we could also try and, you know, figure out what are we going to do with other things. Because Coco doesn't want to go to the hospital, it seems, so she could potentially deal with the... uh. Uh, Jade issue. Yeah, I already plan on doing that. I'm supposed to FaceTime her tonight, so I'm pretty excited about that. I kind of want to see her. Okay. Then, are there any other problems that are easily dealt with right now? Will, you can try and track down Madame Fina. Um, Amici and I will check out these Tender Hearts Hospital. Makes me hungry for some reason. I do not know. And uh, Coco, we'll FaceTime friend. Um, unfortunately, you are still low-jacked, so I do not want you leaving mall unless emergency. That is for your safety, because Camarillo, they are looking very closely at trackers this evening for some reason. Okay, cool. It's not like I can go out like this anyway, and I just hold up my monster hands. Um, hmm. Do you need extra, like, art supplies to to deal with large hands, or does what you have suffice? Well, considering the fact that um, Jimmy ruined my painting, I would love for him to buy me some new art supplies. He also um, took $120 from me last night because he didn't have any money to tip the limo driver. So he owes me that, and he owes me new art supplies. I took 100 and you said I owe you 120 That's how it works. Okay, it's like... So art, you can get her the money because I don't have any. I know you do not have any money. You are very free with spending my money. And mine too, apparently. Well, your money is also my money. I will tell you what. I will leave a few hundred dollars. Have your friend maybe deliver art supplies to you. I don't know. Kill two birds with one stone, except no killing. We've had too much killing. Art's got the cash. He'll peel off uh, three banknotes. Give that to Coco. 
kind of afraid to see her with like my hands like this. So, I mean, I can figure out a way, but, um, I need like maybe a selfie stick or something and maybe somebody to run her the cash. Like maybe she come see me tomorrow. Like I can just chat tonight. Like I, I don't, I don't have a good idea. I've never had to hide something like this before. Like any help would be appreciated. I, I will tell you what we will use online ordering service, get overnight, deliver to Madame Fina's. It will be available for you tomorrow night. Nobody has to know. Then you can just talk with friends. But Jimmy said Madame Fina's not even here. I know. So it'll be dropped in front of her, the, the, the door gate thingy that she has. And maybe by tomorrow he will have found Madame Fina. Maybe. Okay. Maybe just like a selfie stick then. And a ring mirror if you have one of them. They always make me look like better. I will see what they can pick up when we are out. Is everybody going except for Coco? From the sound of it, it's going to be Missy and Art in the Dead Man Mobile. And then Jimmy is going to go off and find Madame Fina. And Coco is going to hang out in the mall? Yep. Jimmy, how are you going looking for Madame Fina? Like, what's your plan here? He doesn't know where Madame Fina lives. So that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And he's actually not too worried. He just doesn't want to go visit the Tremere turf because he's supposed to announce himself. And he's not very subtle, so he couldn't sneak in very well. It's probably best not to. So instead... He's going to go to where he left the the bodies for the karaoke bar and try and see if he can do something there, which he probably can't. Okay, are you just going to walk in that direction or ride your 10 speed? Jimmy, yeah, he's just going to walk. It's probably like three, four blocks away. Sure, it's close by because you guys walked the other night. Yeah. So you head off into the night. Missy and Art start driving. Let's stick with them for a moment as they are in the car and on their own. Is there any interesting conversation before you drive across the city into Tremere territory? Okay, so tell me this plan again. You are going to get yourself into the psychological ward. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm going to sneak in. I'm going to find Cheshire. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what he's doing. See if he's really going after the fish and if he's, cause maybe, maybe it's wrong, but I don't think it's wrong. I think it's right. And I'm gonna ask him why he wants to go after the fish and go from there. Cause the fish didn't look that great to me. It was pretty ugly. Wait, wait, wait. The fish, the fish, the fish. The fish. The fish. Yeah. It had this weird, um, like it had this, weird mustache thing facial hair like a fish with hair on its face it was really i believe oh oh wait it looks um oh gosh who it looks like sheriff jimmy the fish the sheriff yeah he's got the same the fish has the same kind of hair as that as that person but i don't know why a fish would have that that's gross why would a cat want to eat a fish with hair on it 
because Cheshire wants to eat the sheriff for putting him in cold storage all these years. It is simple revenge tale. Oh, so we should let him then. We should just go back to the mall. No, I still want to check place out. Because if there is invasion of Sabat vampires, we will be in large amounts of trouble. Yes, I don't think he should go to a psych ward to make fishermen to catch the fish. That's a good idea. And if he is not there, then that means I can add handshakes to hospital. And I can check out a few things in main building and security while you are in psychological ward. Okay. Okay. Well, should we let the sheriff know? Oh, we are not technically in Camarilla territory, so it is not his uh, jurisdiction. No, no, no. I mean, like, I mean, it it may not be, you know, the fission's aren't 100%, but if it is true, shouldn't we warn him? Wouldn't that look good make us look good to the the camera I, I i could really use some good goodwill with the camarilla uh, so there is a small problem in that if we tell sheriff hey say about vampire um, Melkavian, you may know him wants to eat you he will ask how we know this and then we may have to come clean about how we know this my vision that's how i know this seems perfectly reasonable Hmm. I do not like idea of telling Sheriff because I feel like it would be more trouble for us than it would be good. But I can always tell his deputy so somebody knows. Okay. I mean, if they find out we knew and didn't say anything, pretty sure that's going to get us in a lot of trouble, too. I think we will be in trouble no matter what. We could always just say Jimmy ordered us not to tell. That'll clear that up. Oh, that's true. I tell you what, we will look at hospital. If we find him there, we will tell authorities. If not, I will send a message to Raven and say that you had vision about fish being eaten by a cat that looked crazy. And that I thought he should know. I mean, if you want to embellish it. I didn't say the cat looked crazy. Well, he would have to be crazy to eat ugly fish, right? Well, I guess. You make a fair point. I try to make points every once in a while. Okay. 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 No, I'm ready. I'm going to sneak in. This is going to go great. This will go swimmingly. The camera cuts from the two of you sitting in the car. Back to the mall, back to Coco, and to see what she is doing, having been left alone in the mall. Well, I'm so excited to plan the new mall, because I heard, like, nightclub, and my last nightclub experience didn't go very swimmingly, because, like, everybody had to pull me out of it. So if I had a club at home, that would basically be, like, a dream, and I... I'm positive I heard him say that I could like have a gallery, which means not only 
like presenting my art, but like other artists. So that's going to be phenomenal. So the way this place is laid out right now, that needs to change. So I am currently walking around the mall with my monster hands in my black sweatshirt, just kind of doing like a plan, you know, like maybe I could knock down this wall. That like stupid water feature, we have to redo that, but I need to have water. All this talk about like cats eating fish and stuff, like we should have fish. I love fish. Is this something she's talking about out loud or is this something that she's keeping internally? I tend to like kind of walk around and just like every once in a while, I'll be like, yes, that, but no, uh uh-uh. I mean, because nobody needs to like ever really know. And I don't have anybody to talk to. Like, I'm still considering how I'm going to call Jade because I can't exactly like put my monster finger in front of the phone. Like, she will see it in the camera when I answer and hang up. Like, maybe I should try and find nail polish. So that's another thing. I love it. So you're just going to wander around the mall and take it in, get some creative juices flowing, and... Do you think nail polish would work? Do you think that I could like paint this one claw at least? I don't. I'm down for you to try. <laughs> Just giant monster hands and then like bright pink <laughs> nail polish. Maybe. I mean, I that maybe I should find some. There's got to be a store here. I'm I'm that that maybe so for sure. What time of night do you guys think it is when you start on your little adventure? I think we'd probably be moving around 10 o'clock. Okay, so it's still kind of early, but probably later than any stores that are actually open still here. Just like shit closes up at like 9, 9.30 or whatever. There are some storefronts that look like they may have had stuff, but they all seem to be locked up for the evening. That is so stupid. That is one of the first things that I'm going to have to like talk to Art about. Like, we're up all night long. Why aren't these stores also up? Like, who is running this stuff? He's just letting other people do that? That's ridiculous. No. He needs to take more of a hands-on approach, clearly, to the day-to-day operations in this building. He needs to get some shit done. Why not have a 24-hour mall? Jimmy would love it. If you're going to have a nightclub, first of all, you need to sell food all night long as well. So you need a couple restaurants. And there are those times when you have to get away. So you need like a quiet little romantic spot in there as well. And, you know, you should probably have like an all night little convenience store type of a thing, but a little bit more like posh and clean. Like, so convenient things, but like, you know, top shelf, obviously. Lots and lots of ideas. Do you check out the outside of the mall or just stay inside? Oh, definitely. Because you have to see the bones of what you're working with. And, you know, you know how much I love my big murals. And I was really, really looking forward to being able to paint the skate park. That was huge. This building is bigger on the outside. There's more exposed area right now. Like that could totally be like beautified. I need a theme. Totally could be beautified. And as you're walking around, it's been a little while since they've left. You're going to see a pair of headlights turn into the parking lot here at the mall. And as the headlights get closer, stand there or do you like, do you do anything fancy? 
I'm not really like fancy and I'm fine to be here. Whatever. Just kind of do and ignore. I'm sure there's cars around. And as it drives by you, you will see that it is a very nice, fancy black SUV that pulls past you, turns down one of the aisles of parking spots, turns in and parks. What are Jimmy's thoughts as he is walking into the night here? coming up on the karaoke bar that is almost assuredly closed as it is now a crime scene. Well, he's searching through his pockets for his wallet and he pulls it out and sees he only has $2 in there. It's not enough for a beer. As you pull open your wallet and find your $2 in there, is it a single $2 bill that is of some significance to Jimmy? Sure. Let's go with that. You will come up to the building that looks like it has been damaged lightly by some fire. There are cones that are set up in the parking lot that are supporting some crime scene tape that is going around it. There is a single police cruiser that is hanging out, just keeping an eye on the place so nobody messes with it. And there is your bar. Fuck, this makes it tough to ask questions. Huh. Jimmy's going to... uh head over to the cop car. Uh, just knock on the window or... Window rolls down. It is a a rather average-looking police officer. There are lights that are coming up from a computer screen. He's got a cell phone in his hand, a cold cup of coffee in the middle console, and he looks through the two-inch crack at the top because he enrolled all the way down because, fuck you, I'm a cop. I don't have to do anything. Can I help you, sir? Uh, hey, yeah, dude, uh, the, uh, this was my favorite bar. You know what happened to it? Yeah, the other night, and he'll reference the night that you guys were here and made your mess. They must not have shut off one of the pilot lights or something properly. There was a small gas explosion in the back. There was a fire. Uh, fortunately, some people were injured and died. Shit. Yeah, it's. No joke when you start messing with gas. Yeah, really? You, uh, you know anything else about it? Like, do you know who died? I mean, I knew some of the regulars. I'm... Oh, I'm not supposed to give out names. And he rolls down the window a little bit more and kind of leans his elbow on the little top of it there with his hand, with his palm face up. Uh, I turn on paw. Uh, yeah, like, uh, do you know? Like, I'm just wondering here. He gets that look that mortals get when you really want to be nice. And he takes his handbag. He's like, yeah, it was the the owner and one of the waitresses. And then he gives you the names to these dead people that I did not make up names for. It's a, it's a shame. They were always made their donations to the policeman's ball. Oh. Yeah, there were some, there were nice people. Yeah, it's a shame. Do you know who's, like, doing the investigation or whatever? There's a, a Detective James Stewart that is in charge of this case. He's got most of the, this lower south side here, actually, of the, of the city. Oh, okay. Um, cool. Well, drop awe, uh, forget. Eyes glaze over like they were donuts. Yeah, shame about the bar. I'll see you around. 
Yeah, just, you know, stay out of trouble. <laughs> you too. He rolls the window back up and goes back to not really doing his job on his phone. All right. Detective James Stewart. Hmm. And Jimmy just walks, trying to think of what to do next. Sure. As you're walking around, do you head back towards the mall or do you head towards where you fed and then left the lady who ran? Yeah, he probably comes up with the idea. Just check where he left the the woman. He wants to kind of avoid the mall right now with Coco and her sass. Right. If only she learned her place and would listen to Carol. Exactly. It would make things so much easier. Everything easier. And as you're out here walking around, you're going to get an uneasy feeling as though you are being watched. But looking around, you don't see anybody. We will cut back away from you over to Missy and Art as they are up to something. So I figure we are in the car still, but we are at the Tender Hearts treatment facility, which makes Art feel hungry for some reason. Not sure why. And they're just kind of in the uh, dark part of the parking lot near the back. So how do you want to do this? Well, just going to go into the psych ward. If I run into a locked door, I'll pick it. Well, all right then. I will, um, you have Bluetooth. I am going to go into the main security in the uh, main hospital, and I have some other things I need to check out. Okay. So if I need you, I'll text. Yes, send me text message. And I think at that point, they'll split up. Art's uh, going to do his uh, sneaky thing and fade from view of man and machine. And uh, he's going to go take care of some stuff in security and surveillance. Yeah, um, Missy's going to head toward the uh, toward the psych ward. Try to find a way in. So the two of you split ways and go off into the night and begin to predator shimmer into invisibility to the naked eye, and in Art's case, to, to machine. We'll stick with Art, because Art's easy. Art, what door are you trying to go in? Well, I suppose I will enter in for emergency, because that is, well, let us be honest, that is where it smells the best. Like struggling fish to a shark, you are drawn to where people are weakest. And you have to wait a few minutes for somebody to come in or out, a nurse on a smoke break or something along those lines before the door automatically opens to you. One of the downsides of having the ghost in the machine power where technology cannot sense you. And then you're in. And you follow that same nurse coming back from the smoke break into the back into the emergency room where there are nurses, there's beeping, there is people pushing carts and gurneys around. Where are you heading? I will follow signs, head towards administration. I think security will be in that direction. Again, it'll take you a couple of minutes until somebody beeps their badge to go through a door. 
and you follow through the door at the same time. Signs on walls make this very easy. There's a little map that you can snap a picture of that has the fire exits on it. And you walk through mostly empty halls as this is fairly late at night, well past visiting hours. And you come to an administration door that is locked with a one of the keypad beepers on it. One of keypad beepers. Yeah, as if if you had a badge, you would be able to beep it and the door would open for you as it is currently after hours. I know. I will take one from security guard. Pick the pocket, you know. Head back to the front desk area where where somebody is sitting there just watching cameras. uh, it uh, It is a good person to find you're able to easily just lift this off the guy's belt where it's just clipped on there. Maybe even not taking off the clip, maybe just taking the badge off of the little hook that is holding it. And then heading back to your administration. A quick beep later. Door makes a satisfying clunk sound and in you go. It's dark, but when has that ever stopped you before? Not once. Not once. You're able to find a side room so that you are not sitting in direct view of the main window. A couple of clicks of keys later, and you're staring at a password screen. Well, if I wanted to take my time, I would socially engineer this. I would look on their keyboard. I would look for other clues. Or I will just brute force this thing. It is up to you, sir. The office is your oyster. You do a quick look. You don't see any sticky pads. You don't see any pictures with family members with to have the names on them or anything like that. So you start trying. Try password. Try admin. One, two, three, four, five. None of that is working. Hmm. Well, this is slightly annoying. I will, um, I will place keylogger between a keyboard plugin and computer. That will give me password later. Easy enough to do. Is there anything else you want to do in this office before I slide the camera away from you? Uh, since I cannot get into computer systems, I suppose I will nose around and see what uh, interesting things that I can find, and then I will, uh, I will go check out that morgue, I think. You find a bunch of blank ID cards that don't have pictures on them, the the mag strips that people would use to beep through the doors, and a bunch of the, like a big box of the lanyards with the spring-loaded string on them that people would hang and then pull off their shirt to beep. You find some t-shirts that are like, oh, it's food workers employee appreciation week, or it's nursing week, or stuff like that. There's a few mugs and other little knickknack giveaway things. The three other little offices in here have normal desks with pictures and stuff. Nothing that you can divine their password from as you mess with it. I imagine you also just put little lockers on all of them because why not? Uh, Yes, this is true. I am also going to be doing some things with these ID cards and the lanyards soon. I think I will replace the security cards with a blank 
unless I can find copier and get that working, in which case I am going to have full access to hospital. As you are looking for it now, you will find that there is one of those copiers for the magnetic strips on cards that you can spend a few minutes making copies of. I will do this. I will make three or four copies, and uh, that is going to keep me busy while the camera pans away. And as the camera pans away, Missy, where are you entering into the hospital at? I thought the psych ward was a separate building. Okay, so you're going straight into the psych ward? Yeah, I'm going to go straight to the psych ward and kind of walk around the building, try to see if there's any kind of access point that would be easiest. Walking up to the front door of the the separate psych building, you'll be able to look through the glass where you can see that there is a security guard sitting at a desk watching cameras. Do you want to look around before going in, or do you just want to go in? Let's just go in. As you walk up to the door, the sensor picks you up because you are not invisible to technology. Mm -hmm. The door begins to open. The guard looks up, tilts his head a little bit as he doesn't see anybody there and thinks, I don't know, maybe a a mouse or something ran across and triggered the sensor. He goes back to looking down at his desk where there are monitors and his phone where he is playing World of Darkness version of Candy Crush. Looking around in here, there's an elevator that you would have access to. There is a stairwell because you cannot use elevators in the case of a fire. And there is a big double door behind the security guard that leads like deeper into the building. And then there is a set of bathrooms and then another door that has employees only written on it. As you look around, you will see little square boxes next to all of those doors. The employee only one and the the big double door deeper into the facility. But not the stairwell. But not the stairwell. That one, however, is not a motion-sensitive door, and you would actually have to open it. Mm-hmm. How far away are the elevators from the stairwell door? A few feet. Okay, so not like opposite directions. They're next to each other. Yeah. Okay. I think uh, I'm going to try to open the stairwell door as quietly as possible. Like butter you are able to just slide this door open ever so slightly and ever so silently as the security guard is paying no attention. Well, he's playing World of Darkness Candy Crush. Yeah, it's riveting. Yeah. You're able to make your way up the stairs, and you come to a little landing at the top. It's only one flight of stairs. And there's a door that you can slide through again. In here, there is another employees-only door, another set of big double doors, and they both have the keypad locks on. There's a third door that has a sign on it that says utility closet, and then another set of bathrooms. Hmm. No people? No people. I think she's going to kind of wait to see if anybody comes out of any of the doors so she can just slide in since she can't open them, their key card or keypad. You begin the pace a little bit as you are waiting. 
you want somebody to come through these doors so you can go through while they're open. And every little sound you hear begins to bring you back to the door to look through the glass, more or less pressing your face up against it, looking through to see. You're going to see that there is another set of big, heavy doors like these doors inside. And on those, there is also a keypad, keycard, BP thing. So even if you got through these first doors, you would have to then get through a second set of doors to get into the ward itself. That's frustrating. It's very frustrating, and you're very hungry. Go to the utility closet. You go over to the utility closet, and you rip the door open. You're like, rah! Gives a little slam. Inside, there is a cart that has a trash can on it. And on the other side of the trash can, there is a plastic standing thing that has a rolling top. There is a mop that is attached to the one side of it. There's a broom that's attached to it, a a dustpan, some trash bags are hanging off of it. This looks like a janitor's cart. Looking around the room or on the cart, is there any kind of key card or piece of paper with a code taped onto the cart because people are lazy and do that? There's not. Damn it. But you know that that security guard had a key card? He had to have. That's what he's here for. All right, fine. Fine. Go back down. Take it from him. Fine. And as you come back down into that main lobby, you see that the security guard is standing up from his post, and he's looking down, and he's reaching for a radio. Before you know it, you are stomping in your own silent way around the side of his little desk as he says into the radio that he saw something weird on the second floor of the psych building on the A side. He's going to go check it out. Clicks off from him speaking. And you dive on him. (laughs) And you can see it there on his chest. The key card that you want. And the beast pushes you forward. You're going to get it, but you're going to get something else for yourself too. You feel your fangs come out and you jump up behind him. Arms come up over his shoulders across his chest. He's like, huh! and then fangs from behind into the back of his neck and you begin to feed. You're not frenzying. So, you know, you're not in a situation where you're going to kill this man and you feed and it is awesome. Because feeding is always awesome. Not how I thought the evening would go. Is it ever when you have a supernatural beast riding co-pilot? I should probably put him under his desk then. Because he told somebody that he was leaving his desk. As you lick the wound and clean yourself up a little bit, feeling much better with his keycard in your hand, you lean down and begin to push him into the shadow. And as the camera goes into the shadow with this poor security guard, the camera cuts back over to Coco where this SUV has parked. Is there anything you want to do before somebody gets out of this SUV? Nah, it's a little fancy for here, but I'm like obsessed. So we, can we talk about all the money that I'm going to make us here? Like, this is going to be amazing. This is going to be like my baby. Okay, so you turn your back on the SUV and you start looking up at the building to paint a mural and stuff? 
yeah, I'm just, there's so much potential here and they're doing it all wrong. You are lost to yourself for a minute. Then you will hear the clickety clack of high heels coming up the asphalt behind you. Not in any kind of rush, just slow, deliberate steps coming behind you. Oh, fuck. I bet that's Carol. Hey, uh, I turn around like very excited. And somewhere else, Art gets this feeling as if somebody has walked over his grave again. Eh. And you turn around and there is one Carol Jackson with a big meat mountain behind her. Just same guy that you saw when you first met her that was running security, chauffeur, etc. My hands are still in my pockets and just a big smile. Hi, it's nice to see you. Um, I didn't know you were stopping by this evening. I didn't know I was stopping by this evening either. It is, it is good to see you as well. Jimmy was supposed to have something for me that he did not give to me on Halloween. So I was coming by to see if I could get it from him personally. Oh, he's not here. He left looking for like a psychic or something. Do you know which direction he went? No, sorry. I have no idea. Um, I wish I could help, but I'm um, planning the mall. I'm going to do some art here. What do you think? Her eyebrow goes up and she, some of her exterior switches from it as into before she was kind of standoffish and like, uh, I didn't really want to talk to you, but I'm going to talk to you because I am a Torador and that's what we do. But when you mention art and she clearly saw you looking up at the side of the building, she'll become interested. Oh, really? What did you have in mind? I'm not a hundred percent in that planning stage just yet. I kind of think that I want to do a whole theme. I, I was just really excited um, to when you and I were discussing doing the um, skate park um, and a little disappointed that that kind of never came to fruition. And I've just been offered this opportunity to paint here. And I just, I'm so excited. I, I, I don't know what to throw at it, but like everything is kind of working. It's working its way out. It's going to, I feel like magically come out. I just need to plan a little bit um, and really know the culture and the area and the people. Cause I want to include people, but not people, if you know what I mean. I think I understand what you're trying to say here. And she comes up closer to you into like not a, a loud speaking across a parking lot conversation. Yeah. And colors, like I need help with colors. Um, and just like, we need to feel the colors that like are around, you know, what do you, what do you think about that? She stands, she puts her hands in her very nice leather jacket into the, the pockets and she looks up at the building and it'll be like, well, it'll be hard to pick colors at night because you won't get the proper look of things during the day. And she will look over to you while you're standing there. Yeah, but who cares? Right? We're, 
it'll work. Trust me. The best time to paint is at night. That's when I always did most of my painting before, you know, and now is no different, clearly. Well, yes and no. There are many, many differences. I don't know. I would have to disagree because, you know, the most of the big murals that I did were outside. I that, you know, the one that I did that you liked, that that big one, you know, the the cocoa drip. You know, that was cool. It looks great during the day. It looked phenomenal. And I just drove by there the other night and it still looks as fire as the night I put it there. She gives a sigh. No air comes out, but it is the the body motion. The shoulders rise up and then they slump. So it is truly a shame with you, isn't it? And she gives you a very intent look as though she is looking you up and down. She's judging you. I'm trying to see the best in things. Don't don't give me a hard time about this either. No, it's just that one day you would have made a, a fine Toreador, but alas, that opportunity has been ripped away from you. Oh, um, yeah, I, I guess. I still don't really understand all of that. She looks back to her man, gives you a smile, and she says, what would you have me explain? How I can get this ankle monitor off. She takes a step conspiratorially towards you and says, you can make that happen if you want. Yeah, I definitely want it off. That's why, like, another reason I'm stuck here. I mean, I'm excited to do this, but I also don't want to be stuck here either. You know what I'm saying? So if we could get that off, it would be great. Let me make a phone call. And she steps away and begins to pull out a phone. I am just bubbling. So bubbly. Yay! All the little squeals and everything. The camera focuses on a phone that is being dialed. And then you hear a voice pick up on the other end, an indistinct voice. And then she says, it's Carol. I need something done. And the camera clicks over to Jimmy, who feels like somebody is watching him. He has his favorite song that he sings whenever he thinks somebody's watching him. He's going to be singing uh, Billy Idol's Eyes Without a Face. Yeah, so he's uh, kind of just wandering around the area where he feels being watched, singing that song, just looking around, keeping an eye out for rats in case there's one of those rat people, whatever they do with their animals. Keeping an eye out for just looking in windows, and then he realizes that maybe... Maybe it could be like a security camera. Is there security cameras that's making him? No, it wouldn't be a security camera. We're not that dystopian yet where there are just security cameras on every corner. In fact, the Camarilla would push against that because the more cameras there are, the more chance they catch things that would be real bad for them. Yeah, so he's just singing the song for the whatever... Three, four minutes, however long it is. Hoping that if it is another kindred following him invisible, that maybe that will be a sign for them to show themselves. 
do you want to roll a persuasion roll to see if if potentially there is another kindred following you it influences them as you're looking around you're going to catch sight of the eye shine of an animal it's just two little points that are reflecting light back at you and it is on top of power lines across the street from you and as you look at it closer you realize that it's a hunched form that is kneeling down on top of this electrical pole looking at you jimmy's going to cross the street and uh, go underneath the electrical line where the thing is standing and keeps singing uh leaning against the nearest pole from above, we have a point of view shot of Jimmy leaning against the pole, encircled by the light of one of these street lights. The point of view will then shift off to the left and then drift down to the ground before stopping at like Jimmy's shoulder level. Cause Jimmy's a taller guy, right? Uh, yeah, just over six feet. So this stops at, like, shoulder level. And stepping into the light is a young girl, maybe a little bit older than Missy. She is wearing boots, some ripped-up jeans. She has a just messed-up band T-shirt. She's wearing a leather jacket that is missing the right arm. And it's not cut off, not like how you're... Nice denim vest is cut off at the sleeves with a little stylistic fraying. This is brutally ripped off, and there is a strand here and a strand there and a big chunk that kind of comes down off the back of it. She has a patch of brown hair that is covering one of her eyes, and the rest of her hair is white. And she's looking at you with a single blue eye, and her skin is very pale. And she just looks at you. Oh, it's good to meet you, Sveeple. And we'll take a break. Giark acquired. Yeah, just Giark. Figured I would give it a moment because it's one of those things that Craig only shows up when you start talking about how Craig hasn't shown up. So I, uh, I like how you paused for a second after you said that, expecting him to show up. Look, I don't make the rules of the universe <laughs> here, all right? It is January 20th, 21. It's a little bit of a palindrome, depending upon how you look at things. Unless you write your dates wrong. All right, Tom, it's an American palindrome. Look at all of your things here. Uh, there was a note here about Coco owing me a remorse roll. That is for the end of the evening. Cool. Yes, because that uh, directly impacts the uh, cleaning up that Art has to do today. So, do you want me to roll that now? No, I like to do them at the end of the night. All right, tender hearts, let us see here. I suppose I will roll a, a roll to find out what I know about this place. Is that technically six? That is technically six. Uh, it is also a messy critical. Oh, well. Yeah, let me 
crack open ye olde book here. <laughs> oh, you find out that it's also a, what's it called? The place that they, like a morgue or whatever. So they're going to have extra body parts to loot. Oh my gosh, it's a smorgasbord for you. It's a banquet hall. I believe the Americans would call it a delicatessen. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong PDF. That's why I'm not control effing it. You're just effing it, not controlling it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I was on a roll. You should have coffee more often. I bad know. Coffee. I have coffee before <laughs> recording. Bad coffee. Oh, bad coffee. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Lovely. It's the blood of life. <laughs> Before we get into whether or not this remains a messy critical, I will remind you that you can spend willpower to reroll up to three dice. This does not mean that they have to be failures. You could technically reroll that one ten on a normal die and get out of a potential messy situation. Okay, so uh, for those listening at home, this is a technology roll. Mm-hmm. How is this going to get messy? Well... That's a very good question, because one of the things that can happen as a result of Messy Criticals is a masquerade breach. You could take a stain in some way. Uh, you could... Scrolling. Uh, it could damage your one of your advantages temporarily. Uh, here it is on page 207. Uh, but it also says, if none of the above conditions fit the narrative, such as on a stealth or awareness test, the mess critical turns into a simple mess and the test fails as the beast clouds the senses or otherwise makes a quiet solution on a unobtainable. I mean, I think making it so that, as I mentioned, the just say that the hospital also has a morgue attached to it. And so uh, art is going to want to investigate that. And because it's a messy crit is going to have to potentially have it cause problems. I mean, the investigation of the morgue, yes, that would uh, more than likely be a, a masquerade breach. If you want, I can just put that in the pocket, and when we get to there, if you end up, you know, you're like, ooh, shiny. Um, I would like to do that, yes. Okay. Let me make a note of one messy morgue situation. Fabulous. Uh, I should give you guys a new page because uh, you don't like our art. Uh, you do not like art's art. Uh, I think it's actually Jimmy's art. Hurry up! Write oh. down. Jimmy owes me money. It's <laughs> not Jimmy. Jimmy is telling Art that he owes that Art owes Coco money. What? <laughs> because Jimmy gets all his money from Art. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, he doles out the allowance to us. He does. That's on you guys to to keep your money laundering schemes. Uh, oh, believe me, Art has money laundering schemes. He has so many laundering schemes. He's about to have another laundering scheme when we get into this fucking hospital. <laughs> uh, I also appreciate Jimmy writing things with the like the crown instead of the <laughs> the, text. the text tool. He likes to draw his words. I'm not supposed to give out names. He rolls down the window a little bit more and kind of leans his elbow on the little top of it there with his hand, with his palm face up. Uh, I turn on presence. 
or awe. Oh, look at you using your fucking cheaty powers. Oh, it doesn't have any money to bribe the guy with. <laughs> it's true. He does not have any money. All right. Yep. All is on. Okay. Drink from the fire hose. She has this, like, uh, what is the thing called? Don't be sorry. Uh-uh. It's a vaporizer, and uh, she's currently filling it with water. Ah, with which will vaporize things. Yeah. You will vaporize things. You know, I still have that steak on me, too, right? Mm-hmm. I'm still packing my, uh, my 9 millimeters. so. And... Uh, I learned that incantation from Chessar. You learned an incantation? Mm-hmm. Are you a magical girl? Mm-mm. You will not do magical transformation? No. But I know how to make a pact. Just need a goblet. And some blood. <laughs> a wheel plastic <laughs> specimen could do the work. <laughs> All right. Um... Now in Iceland. Okay. <laughs> now I think she's getting a drink of water. <laughs> oh, man, it's all right. Man, also, fuck you guys for four-way splitting the party. Three-way. No, you no now, it's a, four. now it's, now it's four. four-way split. <laughs> four-way split, split part best party. It's okay. Missy's voices will disagree. Then we will split six ways. <gasps> That's oh, going to no. be kind of hard if they decide to go off on their own. But It would suggest many more things about Macavians. <laughs> I mean, there might be many more Valkavians very, very soon. Mm-hmm. Very hence, shortly. Hence my incantation. I can make a pact. A pact. Of milks. For me. You could. You could very well do that. Okay. Um, Maybe a glass of milk? <laughs> milk shake. You are on fire tonight, sir. Fire. Wow. Oh, <laughs> and I'm going to have to listen to this again and then, like, delete it. You know what? I'm going to put it in the outtakes to punish everybody who. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're going to punish us with puns? No. Susie, say hello to the people in the outtakes. Hi, Sus. Coco says hi. Hi. She says hi. She's been drinking, apparently, as she's making a like hot toddy or something. I love this for us. Oh, amaretto sour. My apologies. Oh, so she's on like four. I think she's going to kind of wait to see if anybody comes out of any of the doors so she can just slide in since so she can't open them, their key card or keypad. Can you roll me uh, wits and awareness? Mm-hmm. Do you have three? Oh, you are three hungry. That is, that is a thing of beauty. Uh-oh. What happened to me? Uh, well, you got a what one of the podcasts I have been listening to is called a messy successy, <laughs> and the camera clicks over to Jimmy, who feels like somebody is watching him. He has his favorite song 
that he sings whenever he thinks somebody's watching him. Uh, Always feels like somebody's watching me. No. Why not? That's amazing. (laughs) I really thought you just rickrolled us. (laughs) He's going to be singing uh, Billy Idol's Eyes Without a Face. Oh, that's like another level. I wow, I'm I'm impressed. Been doing his homework. <laughs> Either that, or he's been doing googling since the camera's been on him last. Uh, no, Billy Idol's one of the '80s singers I don't mind listening to. So oh, oh, yeah, it actually is research this time. Wow, I would have say you have some taste, but uh, I don't have taste. <laughs> so therefore, I cannot judge if other people have taste. I see. This Vampire of the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official, fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or maybe upcoming releases, eh? You can find them at worldofdarkness.com.